Jessica, and one of our family holiday traditions is that we, uh, on Christmas Eve, all get a personalized ornament for our Christmas tree. And my name is Brittany, and another family tradition that we have is on Christmas Eve, we eat Chinese food. My name is Lachlan, and uh, my uh, tradition's a little longer. My family all go to like a Target or a Dollar General, and we each get a certain amount of money, like five bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. Then we draw Secret Santa names between all of my siblings, and then we each have to run around the store Secret Santaing for each other without revealing whatever we are purchasing for the other. It's it's pretty great. I love that. I love that. That's and, awesome. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to make a bad Hallmark movie. Woo! Hey Welcome to the seven days of Coltsmas. Uh, we are back with our now annual holiday uh, series, I guess you can call it, yeah. for cult classics. Uh, Coltsmas is now officially a holiday. It is. I'm decreeing this now. Once you've done it twice, it's a holiday. <laughs> it's a holiday. I will say, um, I don't, I think the thing about holidays is it takes thousands of years for traditions to develop mm. and for like the structure of a holiday to happen mm -hmm. and we decided in a year that it's no longer 12 <laughs> days nope nope we're making some edits this year we're yeah. refining we're the refining idea a holiday it's an Christmas. art the first run was good but it needed some tweaks yes um so it is no longer 12 days because that would be copying a pop culture song well um, 12 days is based off of i believe like Catholic Christmas and oh, also yeah, right. Yule. Yeah. I think it's so it's like real things. What we're doing is Coltsmas. Yes. So we're making it our own. It's yeah. seven days. It's a different it's thing. A different thing. It is a different thing. So it's seven days. Seven days of bad Hallmark movies. <laughs> I feel like here's here's the thing that I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about. Like we need to really decide what the structure not the structure, what the like the nitty gritty of the holiday is. Because okay. let me just say this. As someone who has created several <laughs> holidays, you have to be all about the details. So mm. if you know some of the things I've done, I have a, a holiday that I did with a group of people when we were creating um, a project that I was working on. Uh -huh. um, it was a, like a little, a little thing I did to kind of keep morale up while we were working on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, this year... In 2021, mm -hmm. I introduced Tempo di Pasta, mm -hmm. which is a holiday that happens in May <laughs> where you eat a big pasta meal mm -hmm. um, and pasta gifts and that yes. kind of stuff. Um, so I'm very well versed in making a holiday. Okay. Uh, obviously, this is, you know, this is Tempo di Pasta came after Coltsmas. So, yes. like, Coltsmas was the first run, but I uh -huh. got a good idea of like what do you need to do. So, you right. need to have an establishment of like what it's about. Okay. So, Coltsmas is about. Bad, bad Hallmark, Hallmark movies. movies. I, yes. I would say like bad holiday movies. Uh huh. Because we're talking Hallmark, Lifetime, uh -huh. Netflix, like uh -huh. all of those. I'm gonna sit down and I know the structure of the story yep. already. I know exactly what's gonna happen, even uh -huh. if it's a brand new movie. Yep. And then, so you got to sit down and watch that. So I feel like that's part of it. Like you have to with Coltsmas watch an actual holiday movie. Yes. But it doesn't have to be seven of them. No, no, just at least one. Once. And then listen to all of it our- It can be if you're a masochist. <laughs> I know people that start watching holiday movies now. Like, oh, yeah. I say now because we're recording in November, but like- <laughs> A little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> peek behind the curtain. Um, but I know people that start absolutely oh, yeah. already. But I think the thing about it is like one uh, every day for a week is a lot. <laughs> it's insane to me. That people will watch Christmas or just any sort of like winter holiday movie pre Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the marker, right? Yeah. I agree. I, 
I have to, I've been swayed a little bit because I work in retail and Christmas starts like almost before Halloween Mm -hmm. sometimes just because of the way retail goes. So like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more okay with stuff happening pre Thanksgiving just because I, I have to be like, I, 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 I'm around it. Like I have no choice, um, with working retail, but like personally, my personal stake is got to make it to Thanksgiving and then you can do Christmas stuff because that's when you pull out the buble that's when you pull out pull out the mariah yes Carey. <laughs> yes except for maybe we can leave mariah carey in in the drawer <laughs> just for in, a in, year in the christmas hole where she where she lives <laughs> just, year round just, just a break for like a year just oh, one one break just please something so okay so so we've established during okay. the week yeah you have to watch one bad holiday movie yes and then and listen to all seven of our bad holiday right movies. you have to listen to all seven of the bad coltsmas holiday movies mm-hmm. do you need to do something that involves a horse like do you just stand <laughs> at the altar of a my little pony and go i've appreciated you and then <laughs> I, I like the idea of doing like an intricate ritual that involves taking two coconut halves <laughs> and making like hoof clopping sounds is there something? Is that anything? I, yeah, it might be. I think. I think maybe <laughs> every morning you wake up and have to clop the hooves, or maybe you just have to like neigh to the sky. Now I'm a not going like, to celebrate my neigh, own like a holiday. Belly <laughs> she doesn't like these suggestions. Um, not even the not even the the, the seven clip clops of, of Christmas. Uh, so what do you? What would you suggest? Well, okay. So here's the thing: is like as much as I absolutely love horses, I know that there are some people who do not like them, and it makes me sad. But I respect it because I understand that everybody has their own past and their own things that they have to, you know, work with. Um, so I feel like just. I don't know. I wonder like, if maybe it should be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think there needs to be a horse appreciation, but I'm wondering if it needs to be something akin to like a manger scene that you set out. So it's just oh. seven little ponies <gasps> that you set out like every night. I love that. And then we. That sounds more reasonable. Than <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. I think that like with any holiday tradition. And I say this from a place of, like, I don't have a large understanding of of other religions. I was raised in Christianity, so mm-hmm. I have a, a strong understanding of, you know, Christmas within the Christian traditions. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, Hanukkah is seven days, right? I is think. It? Again, I don't know. Please Please don't come for me. Please inform us. But um, they do a thing every uh-huh. night uh-huh. for Hanukkah. So yeah. that's what, so what I'm thinking is, but because, so the point I was trying to make was that like, there are different levels of intricacy that you can do right. with any tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of like the way some people light Advent wreaths and mm-hmm. some people don't. And mm-hmm. so you could do like, you know, bare minimum, uh-huh. seven little ponies. Yes. Right. Doesn't matter what ponies, My Little Ponies, whatever, right? <laughs> and then the high tier is like seven hand-carved wood ponies oh, yeah. that go in front of a candelabra and you light <laughs> seven candles and you do a little clip-clop. 
in front, <laughs> like, every night. Like, no, what you do is you add to it. So first night, one clop. Second oh, night, yeah. two clops, yeah, right? Exactly. Build up to right. seven. And that's the, you know, again, intricacies of how far you celebrate this holiday. Mm-hmm. Also, at risk of stealing things from culture we got to leave some food for the horses and like okay so people leave carrots for the reindeer and i'm sure reindeer probably eat carrots but like horses eat carrots and apples so maybe both is it peppermints is it like with so you leave out the ceremonial feed bag filled (laughs) to the brim with the finest here's my question okay here's my question so what you're referencing is a tradition that is kind of associated with christmas uh like some people that are religious do this and some uh-huh. people that are agnostic do this is where they they tell their kids it's Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. We're going to leave some food out for the reindeer. And Santa. And Santa. And Lord Santa. And you, <laughs> and you go outside and you just scatter carrots on the lawn. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And glitter. We did the one year where we did glitter. And I forget I what the glitter represented. vague memories of that. Anyways. Uh, magic. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Magic, obviously. It's been so long. I don't rem- I don't have any of the magic inside of me to remember <laughs> that that's what glitter is equals. But that's the question is, is it a mythical horse that we're leaving it out for? Or is it like representative with in front of these seven ponies, we have a little trough that we put carrots in? I was thinking like inside, okay. not like throwing it out <laughs> on the ground. Which I mean, you know, feeding the animals, I'm, I'm here for that. But sure. I don't think that there are... I like the idea. I, I think you said something, Brittany. I'm not sure if we've expanded on this before. Um, did you say something about like there being like the magical like, horse? Like is there a like, mythical horse? Like a yeah, Santa figure? Yeah, right? Because I feel like that might be too much in which the spirit of Coltsmas is to celeb- to like appreciate horses and celebrate bad Hallmark movies. I feel like we might yeah. be going a step too far of a mythical horse that comes to your house yeah. in the middle of the night yeah. and clomps on your... <laughs> and then stomps you to death with his big, powerful hooves. <laughs> right. right? Like, I think that that might be too far for what this holiday represents. Mm-hmm. I think I feel- that's an adjacent holiday. <laughs> we need We need some... So watching the movies, I feel like, is good. But I feel like if we're leaving, we're putting little statues out, like, I think we need something like Popcorn. Hallmark movie related. Popcorn. Okay. I think if... You- Red Vines? Or wait, no. Can we say brand names? <laughs> we can. We have no restrictions. We, listen, the last time that Jessica and I sat down and recorded, we called out Dan Povin Meyer for no we reason. So, and literally, oh, heck yeah. literally added him on Twitter. And so added fine. him on Twitter. So like, we can do whatever we want yeah. on the show. I'm always down to, to dunk on Dan No, Povin it's not Meyer. a dunk. No, no it was I'm a praise. It was a huge I love that guy. praise. It um, was a we, can, we can praise him again here if we want. Um... Absolutely. So I wonder if, like, maybe... I'm going to tweet Dan Poppenmeyer real quick <laughs> while you're talking. Each, like, pony has, like, you put a piece of popcorn in front of it. Okay. Right? Like, you yeah. do, like, horse and popcorn. Like, and that's mm-hmm. the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And then if you wanted to add the carrots to it or yeah. any other horse food. Well, I feel like if we've got the horses and... Because, like, don't get me wrong. I love horses. Yeah. Obviously. We've yeah. established that through this podcast. Um, But, like, Coltsmiths is like horses are there but like the main yeah. part of it is the bad holiday movies yeah so the feel-good holiday movies yeah right so I, popcorn is good i think so horse and popcorn horse so and are popcorn. we are we cutting carrots i mean i guess if you really want to throw some carrots that's your own call again that's how like you're the highest the horses would appreciate of intimacy yeah. with this like yeah. tradition I feel like this is a pretty good, and then I think we can add some more stuff next year. Yeah. 
of like what traditionally you do mm-hmm. on Coltsmas. Right. Which means I need to go out and get <laughs> some horse some statuettes right now. Well, I might be able to help. You I'm with sure that. you do, but here's the thing. I now I want like intricate. Oh, you're gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go like pulling from what I have. Right. So it's gonna be so varied in size. If I remember, so help me remember when we actually release this. Yeah. I will tweet a picture of my seven horses that I've pulled and I'm going to on purpose make them very different from (laughs) each other. Oh God, okay. So is your last one gonna be the one that's like three feet tall? I don't own that one. Oh, okay. I did not I, realize that. Well, um, how how tall is like three feet? If it comes it up might, to my waist, it's three feet. It might actually be four feet. <laughs> I can Okay, I was like, I thought you were talking about the little one. Well, I mean, there you've got two fairly big ones. No, I so I don't have the little one that you can sit on mm-hmm. that was given to somebody else. But I have a bigger one that yeah. I can literally sit on. Yeah. <laughs> It's in my room. There's there's some some large horses, inanimate horses, in <laughs> in in the adjacent area. Okay, so I feel like we've established Coltsmas pretty well. Yes. Do we want to try mm. to make a bad Hallmark movie? Obviously. Okay. That's what we're here for. Oh, I'm into it. Did, we've just kind of like blown past. I feel like the fact that we have a guest. <laughs> no, Lachlan I mean, is our, kinda... on our show. In our hearts all yeah. the time. Oh, that's true. And she just happens I've to be around. here this time in person. <laughs> against against their will, I kind of forced myself into the Zoom call. I just, I all the time I talk about, like, if we had a third person in our mm. show, regardless of who it was, it would be so rowdy. Yeah. And so I'm excited for this to be very rowdy. But yeah, Lachlan is here. Lachlan's going to help us make the first Coltsmiths movie uh-huh. of this year. This year. 2021. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm ready for it to get crazy, funky, get zany, get wacky. get wacky. Um, another thing we've changed is we've changed mm-hmm. the way that we're going to be doing our Coltsmas titles. Right. So last year we had the 12 days of Coltsmas, which uh-huh. meant that we could tie each day to one of the things in the 12 days of Christmas song. Song with all the birds. With all the birds. All the people. So many birds. <laughs> so many birds. There's so many birds. Is there more birds than of... people? That's what I, I want to know. I don't I don't remember. We're not getting into that now because we've. It... Hands hands down. <laughs> yes. There's so There's many so birds. many birds. But it is, in fact, seven days. Yes. So we are things... breaking away. Approximately how many birds in the seven days of <laughs> Zero. Zero birds. Zero birds. Okay. I am um, Coltsmas right, anti-birds now. <laughs> anti-birds. Oh, no birds. I'm loving how deep the lore for Coltsmas <laughs> is already getting. I can't wait until somebody makes a religion out of this. Um, so what I will say is that we, Jessica and I talked about like how holiday movie titles are structured. Yes. And there's a lot of variation, of yeah. course, with anything. Right. But there's a lot of very simple structures mm-hmm. because you already know what you're getting when you see a title that's structured like this. Mm-hmm. Um, should I reveal our three title structures or just let it kind no. of be a... Okay. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Nobody gets but to know. But I will say, so the three things we have to kind of come up with this brainstorming session mm-hmm. um, is a noun, a holiday, and a location. Yeah, we kind of like turn it into Mad Libs. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. So instead of like full on generating like a title like we do in our regular cult classics episodes we have built a, a mad libs to fit it to fill in uh to create our title to then make our movie out of 
So noun, holiday, location. Yes. And I will say that we can generate stuff and then be like, no, yeah. that's not it. That's not the one. <laughs> yeah. So we are still randomly generating some of the stuff instead of just coming up with it from our own brains uh, because we want it to get a little little wacky Yeah. Um, to get those creative juices flowing. Vehicle. Wow. So eloquent. I- can we do like Fast, fast and the Furious, <laughs> but a Hallmark movie? I I don't know how that would work because Fast and Furious is like the least romantic. It's all about family, though. Baby. It's so dry in the romance department. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and I hate. I don't like the word vehicle. I just. It just feels so. Yeah, clinical. Yeah. We we could narrow cast to like used car salesman. <laughs> A used car salesman for. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hate it. No. In Europe. In Europe. Uh, no. Do they have used car salesmen in Europe? I, they have to. I don't know. They have, they to, have right? to. Okay, we're trying a new one. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, I was excited no, about that one. We're not Star Warsing it. Uh, Application is awful. Whenever you guys do decide to Star Wars it, please let okay. me know. Okay. Maybe that'll just be a, a side episode with just you and I, Lachlan. All right. I think that could just be just a regular Colts mess. Yeah, cult classic. <laughs> cult <mean>. classic. <laughs> um, application is that anything? Well, eh. It depends on how you're like interpreting it. Like, are you like are you applying something to something, or are you like doing a job interview? A resume for. Black Friday. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That no, yeah, oh, that's bad. That's that that has that's set up to be some like really powerful social commentary. Yeah, I, I don't want to get anywhere close to any sort of social commentary. Yeah, right I now. agree. I agree. Colts. That's the other thing. That is the marker of Coltsmas. Coltsmas is fun. Coltsmas is lighthearted and enjoyable, mm-hmm. and you know those things are important. But we'll talk about them a little bit later. This is not <laughs> the movie not, for it. No. I I really I very much doubt that Hallmark or Lifetime is doing any show, social commentary right now. So <laughs> right, Netflix maybe. Netflix would be the closest. I feel like okay, <laughs> this word the, is youth, the fountain of youth. The, now that's something. Okay, I feel like that could be something. Okay, because there are certain the thing I didn't realize about. So I don't watch a ton of Hallmark movies. Um, I do want to watch the one that is coming out. Uh. That's like a castle for Christmas or something. Uh, that's got Carrie Elways and I cannot remember the oh, the, the woman's name who is in it. She's a famous actress. Anyways, it looks awful. I want to see it, um, <laughs> but I don't really like watch Hallmark movies. But I am finding that there are more magical Hallmark movies than I thought there were. Because uh-huh. like there are so many Hallmark movies where one of the tropes is like you're the lost daughter of Santa Claus. Oh yeah, and like yeah, there's a lot of I'm like what, what? magic. So like I feel like Fountain yeah, it's of Brooke Youth. Shields. By Thank the way. you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like Fountain of Youth could be something. Yeah. For some reason, my brain is going to Road to El Dorado. <laughs> Ooh, great movie. It's a good movie. Christmas. <laughs> I don't think that's anything. I don't think Road to El Dorado, but set at Christmas is anything. Because <laughs> I don't think that holiday aligns with the freaking Aztecs. No. Well, and they're also not looking for this Fountain of Youth. They're looking no. for the Lost City of Gold. That's true. 
but it just gives same me vibes. same vibes. And I love Miguel and Tulio. Yeah. I did a Miguel and Tulio cosplay with my roommate from college one year for Halloween, and it was fantastic. They're so such oh, great characters. Rules. Yeah. Is that is that anything, Lachlan? How do you feel about Fountain of Youth for Halloween? Fountain of Youth is a is I feel like it's a good launch pad. Okay. We can and we can also circle back to like changing the title too. Uh huh. We're not beholden to right this exact to structure. The generators. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing that I'm thinking is, it's kind of long, <laughs> and if we're adding a location, then we've already revealed. <laughs> Where the Fountain of Youth is, so it kind of <laughs> ruins some of the, you know, mystery Speed of... run Hallmark movie. <laughs> so you already know the ending based on the title. Um, they make it to Germany. That's what movies do with trailers these days any- anyway. Oh my god, don't get me started. Uh, yeah, that's the worst. I'm like, I didn't want to know that. When, when are we going to get back to mysterious trailers that make you want to go to the movie theater? Yeah. Like, I don't even care if it's a remake of something I know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Like, leave something up to the imagination so right. that I spend money. Yeah, seriously. I make this a movie podcast every time. That's <laughs> okay. It's okay. Eventually, it becomes a movie podcast for a hot second. Um, yeah. So what if we took that idea, right? Fountain of Youth. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just figure out the title after we figure out the plot. Okay. So we can go into it and then come back. Uh-huh. Or do we want to really stick to the structure and try a different noun? No, no, no. I'm here for it. Okay. Lachlan, you... I'm down to get spicy with it. Okay. It's like, we <laughs> we keep overriding our guests. <laughs> nah, dude. I'm, I'm ha- like I said, I'm just happy to be here. This is already great. <laughs> like like I said, Lachlan's been here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the mm-hmm. whole time. Okay. So Fountain I'm of actually Youth. in the room every time you guys record. <laughs> I just don't say anything. Stand there and judge. That would be so hard. That would be very hard. For me, especially. <laughs> I've got lots of thoughts, man. Lots of thoughts in that noggin. Okay, so Fountain mm-hmm. of Youth. Are, is it like a, we're discovering it? Or is it something along the lines of like, the Fountain of Youth? Okay, hang on. Bear with me. Oh, So you know the structure of a Hallmark movie where it's like, um, the young woman comes to a town that she wasn't meant to be at. She gets stuck there, finds out that the town is going to lose their big thing. Mm-hmm. It's the factory or it's the city hall or it's a the bakery. Store, the bakery. Like, right? Something's going to get lost. Um, but it's the, like, the essence of the town itself. Mm-hmm. And she gets swept up in the, like, saving of it. Like, mm-hmm. we got to have the arc to get to where she wants to save it, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. So what if this town, they know that they're the town around the Fountain of Youth? right but they've been so like they're in a place that's been sheltered from the advances of technology and all mm-hmm. that and so they've never been threatened and then something happens that threatens people finding out mm-hmm. and destroying the fountain of youth okay isn't this the plot of that one Shyamalan movie the village i have no idea <laughs> i do not watch Shyamalan movies okay fair <laughs> if it is please stop us so we can make something <laughs> No, I think I think there's enough differences. Okay. Listen, we're making it a feel-good holiday movie. Right. I don't think M. Night would ever consider that. <laughs> I don't think Mr. M. Night really had that in mind. His was pretty mean to Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> Do we like that as a starting point? Yeah, I like that. Um, Absolutely. As long as this movie isn't mean to Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> 
Can <laughs> I be mean to Joaquin Phoenix? Uh, I guess if you like. I okay. don't know who that is, so Good. no comment. <laughs> Say what you will about that Joker movie. He's actually a very talented actor. <laughs> Just gets so lost. We, we cannot continue this conversation. Okay, yep. Avoid, yep, Take, changing, changing directions. My cultural and movie knowledge is very minimal. I'm here for the horses. <laughs> we're here for horses and we're here for Hallmark movies. Mm. Right. So the need, question... Yeah, I'll stop going down rabbit holes. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just come back around. Just come back around. Okay, so the question is, are we doing, like, you know, the main character... Oh, you have a thought. Please share with the class. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like this is so funny, but, like, if this is a town that is, like, not really... Like, people don't necessarily know where it is, or mm-hmm. I just feel like it's in Canada. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that I have friends who would be offended by that, but the last time I sent them a joke about Ohio being the worst state, they thought it was funny. So <laughs> the thing about Ohio, first of all, I have a lot of friends there, and I went to school there for a little bit. Like, I... And we're so close to Ohio where we live. So we're practically there. Um, Ohio, from what I understand, has like the most astronauts to come out of it of any state. Oh, yeah. Why do people want to leave Ohio so So, bad? They want to leave Ohio so bad they go into space. They go into space. Yep. So um, it would be a good place to, you know, hide out. I just feel like, like in my minimal knowledge of geography, like... I don't know. I don't feel like there's many, like, out-of-the-way places in Ohio. Like, I've driven through a a decent chunk of Ohio. And, like, there's a lot of cornfields, yeah. But, like, there's some big cities that, like, if we're talking, we're going to pick a state. Like, I'd pick, like, Montana. Alaska. Well, that's practically Canada. I was going to say Vermont, (laughs) which is also kind of Canada adjacent. Mm. Like, I guess the question is, how much do I hate Canada that I I don't want to put it there? (laughs) I don't hate Canada. But I'm I'm very determined to <laughs> so get in the U.S. For somehow somehow. Well, okay, because if we're so Montana, like okay. I find it hilarious. I don't know if this is still a thing, but for a while, I feel like I saw like four or five different commercials for different things, be them like phone service or something else where it just there's always a little asterisk at the bottom that said not available in montana oh, no i feel like there's so many things that are just like anti-montana <laughs> i mean i if we're feeling montana i feel like that's kind I've, of i know very little about montana other than there are two hotels that i know about there <laughs> <laughs> how close are you to montana Close-ish, or... I'm a good, like, two states away. Oh, okay. I mean, like, you're closer than we are, yeah. but that doesn't mean anything. No. The U.S. is a big I've country. I've never been it's... to Montana. You, you've been to a lot of places, though. I've been to a good number of places. If you wanted somewhere to be middle of nowhere, I'd say Kansas, because it, it feels like middle of nowhere to me. Okay. Um, I mean, Montana works. It's huge. There's, like, <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> They've got, like, five cities. Yeah. And lots of mountains. That's yeah, whole lot of mountains. Did you know that they have a mountain range called the Crazies because they because of how insane it is around there? Oh wow! Like yeah. people go insane, or like the mountains are just like really big. 
Who knows? <laughs> we don't love him. No, I watched a documentary about a person who uh, looks into missing persons cases, and the crazies, while being a very young mountain range, are people just get lost in there all the time see uh that could work okay i'm convinced now you're welcome (laughs) sorry (laughs) i have no i have no documentary knowledge of crazy mountains so Mm. there we go so is it in like in a mountain range i feel like yeah i mean that would be great to like if it's if it's a place that's like hidden away Mm. and most people don't have access to then yeah, mountain range would be would be good because it's like it's like kind of Bermuda Triangle-y, you know. Yeah, you just get bit. everybody just gets lost in the mountains and never finds whatever. Now here's my other question. Yes, is Santa there? Because <coughs> if we're talking about who would benefit from the Fountain of Youth, I feel like Santa, as a, a like immortal being, <laughs> would benefit from it. He's got like his own Lazarus pit. <laughs> Well, okay, but if we're talking about the that Santa like always exists, or maybe not always, but like has existed for a long time, is going to continue to exist for a long time. I feel like he's already attained a mortal being status, which means that he doesn't need the fountain of youth because he's just gonna live for a long time. But what if he has to take a bath in the fountain every year to stay young? He's not staying young. To stay fresh. To stay at a crisp 65 years old. (laughs) Right. He's just not aging past the age that he is. I don't know why, but I don't like the concept of Santa. So (laughs) that's fine. I don't want to make a Santa movie. I'm just stuck on the fact that there are Santa movies about the magic of Santa that Hallmark does. <laughs> but to be fair, I one of the movies on my list that I haven't seen is the freaking Vanessa Hudgens Netflix one with the night. Oh, yeah. Christmas night, I think yeah. is what it's called. I want to see it so bad. You talked about that last year. I, I know. Think. I didn't we get a chance to it see it. We, this is, this is our, one of our Cultivist movies that we yes. have to watch. Okay, done. Or the we're only doing one, right? We can do seven. We just, because <laughs> we can celebrate you know spread out nobody has to know right yeah that's true okay so fountain of youth now the question is is it really a fountain of youth or is it something else because i literally just referenced a movie where there's time travel and the night <laughs> comes through so yeah. like we could have it be something else it could be considered like this is where the fountain of youth is and then uh-huh. you get there and you're like this ain't the fountain of youth this is the tardis <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can't. We can't a, a, do that. a Christmas festivity portal. <laughs> Takes you to Christmas land. <laughs> Takes you to Santa's house. We can't do Santa. Back to Santa. <laughs> we I can't mean, do Santa. I'll leave Santa alone. I, I'm gonna put Santa back in the box. Don't worry. I'll, I'll put him away. Put him with Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, with Mariah Carey in the Christmas drawer. Uh, I mean, if we're going to do Christmas, which I feel like is where we're leaning towards, because that's at least I know us two. That's mm-hmm. more so where we're familiar with, like holiday wise. I would Christmas. either, and, I would either yeah, do Lachlan. Thanksgiving, uh-huh. Christmas, uh-huh. or a made up holiday. Uh-huh. Or New Year's. Or New Year's. Yeah. Ho- no, Halloween wouldn't work. Well, maybe it would work, but no, I don't think that's the right holiday. <laughs> I think that's the right feel. We is, did do spooky. Are there- Right. Are there Halloween Hallmark movies? There has to be. I'm there's got to be, right? I'm going to Google it. I know that there's Disney Halloween movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney loves them a good Halloween movie. Yeah. 
or a bad Halloween movie. Halloween Hallmark movies was already an awful. <laughs> They're all iconic. Uh, the the first. <laughs> so the first four listed on Google: Midnight Masquerade. Don't know what that one's about. The 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 cover image doesn't give you much information. Second one: Oliver's Ghost. <laughs> okay. Third one: Good Witch Halloween. Fourth one: mm-hmm. October Kiss. So oh, yeah, you know, there's. I would tear all of those up. All right, watch them. <laughs> We're already in a good territory. Well, let's go back to the question about the Fountain of Youth. Is it like an actual Fountain of Youth, or is it like a something else? Portal is somewhere, or it's just a town that's really good at moisturizing, <laughs> or like now we've just said it into <laughs> Eastern Asia. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's a. Eastern Asian town that's got a mirror verse in Montana. Yeah, straight to the middle of the earth. That's <laughs> it's not a it's not a portal so much as it's just an elevator. It's just a hole, <laughs> the center of the earth, all the way down. I feel like I feel like if we're gonna be doing something with the Fountain of Youth, mm-hmm. maybe it is the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, but I'm feeling like the magic, you know. Yeah, but I don't want it to be. Sp- spooky because right. i feel like you could get really existential very quickly of like we've lived forever and oh seen time pass yeah you know like we don't need them to be a thousand years old right and unkillable like <laughs> don't think that's the vibe here is it like a restart is it like a 17 again situation right where you you're like suddenly i'm i'm young again uh-huh i have to do it all over uh-huh obviously you can't go back because at that point you're re- doing a restart. Right. I don't know. The thought in my head was like, you know, you keep all your memories. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. However long you've lived. Um, but your body like gets restored to like, I was thinking like 20 ish. Mm-hmm. Cause I would not want to go all the way back. <laughs> I'm not to saying a baby <laughs> or even high school. Mm-mm. I'm not no we thanks. need to recreate 17 again with Zac Efron. No, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but... no. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, if this was a thing that existed and I was going to do it, I would not want to go back to high school. If this was a thing that existed, I would not do it. I would simply refuse. That's fair. Sorry to those who would go back <laughs> to their 20s, but I'm different. That's fine. I'm still in them, and I hate it here. I'm not coming back. <laughs> right? I mean, technically, we're all in yeah, our 20s. All in I'm our just 20s. older than both of you. <laughs> when you get to my age, you'll realize it's fine here. Don't go back. So what would be the benefit of that? Well, I mean, so the thing about being, if we're talking 20s, so like benefit of, of being in your 20s again is like when you're in your 20s, you have to figure everything out. Mm. You've already figured it all out. So, well, maybe not all of it, but um, you've figured out a good portion of it. And so, like, you can can be 20, like, your body is 20 again, and you know how to, to do it right, you know? What are we doing right? Life. <laughs> Enjoying yourself, not overdoing it. You're coming, you're coming away from your previous, like, I was 60 years old. I have a house that I paid off. Mm-hmm. My body's now 20. Uh-huh. I'm 20, and yeah. now I own a home. Right. Like, that kind of situation. That and, like, you know how to, like, not, like, overdo yourself. You know how to file your taxes. 
<laughs> so this is not romantic in not any way. Not what I was going for, but okay. Um, I feel like we've lost the magic of what a Hallmark movie is. Okay. Which, to be fair, we're making a bad Hallmark movie. Yeah. But... I also think that all the times I've been on the show, which I believe is once, twice, this is how it's always gone down. It goes away from being like the pure thing it was supposed to be. And I'm like, actually, it's this now. <laughs> you know, that's what we always need is an actually it's this now. Mm-hmm. But I think with doing, if we're starting off Colt Smith, mm-hmm. we want it to be about that holiday. It's got to be in the spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. spirit. And so I wonder if... Like, maybe the Fountain of Youth needs to be even less impressive. Okay. Like, I, I think the idea of it being hidden away uh-huh. and people accidentally stumbling across it uh-huh. because they're lost in the mountains gives it an air of, like, this is grand. This is the uh-huh. Fountain of Youth. Like, whatever the discovery we go through to be like, no, you're hiding the Fountain of Youth. Right. Right? It, within the movie. And then, like, not to go all the way to the Fountain uh-huh. of Youth was the friends we made along the way, but, like... Right kind of in the middle of like this fountain drinking this water cures you of what ails you but it uh-huh. doesn't stop your aging process and you have to come to terms yeah. with your mortality well that's getting a little <laughs> again <laughs> yeah but like but, but that's the thing like if you take that concept and distill it to a point where it's silly of mm-hmm. like you know someone would come in with the idea of like oh i'll drink from the fountain of youth and i'll I'll live forever, uh-huh. right? Like, that would be what a young buck would come in and be like, yeah, this yeah. is what I'm going to do. And and some older, kinder person would uh-huh. s- would be able to be like, nobody lives forever. Right. But you get to enjoy who you are and what you're experiencing. Make the most of it while you're here. Yeah. And, like, the people in your life uh-huh. love and appreciate you and you love and appreciate them. Take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's the spirit of it. Like, mm-hmm. not the dark, like, you're going to die someday. <laughs> you're going to die someday. Not even the fountain of youth can stop it. <laughs> but, but just that idea of, like, because I, I, I've been thinking about that in terms of, like, storytelling. Mm-hmm. There's not enough stories, I think, out there that are less about the hero's journey and more about the, like, you live every day in your own skin mm-hmm. and there are people in your life that care about you right it doesn't have to be romantic mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you know blood relations yeah. there are still good memories to be made every day yeah even if all you did was wake up uh-huh because when you're making a cinematic story right that's not interesting. Right. That's not compelling. Right. And I say this from the perspective of a storyteller. Like, yeah. I do have to balance between the, this is what people experience every day, and uh-huh. this is the the epic tale that I can tell right. with the tools that I have. Right. And so I think that something along the lines of, of uplifting those mundane moments. I had a thought. I saw it. It was so <laughs> loud. What's your thought? I think I very loudly. <laughs> okay. Hallmark movie, right? Yes, right. Hallmark movie, usually, at some point, there is an evil businessman. Yes. Who just mm-hmm. wants to take over everything and be super rich. Right. So what if... Uh-huh. Doesn't have to be a man, just business person. Sure. Who wants to be evil and take over everything and be rich is like, 
gets somehow gets wind of like there is this fountain of youth like oh yes perfect i can live forever yeah and be super rich and it'll be awesome yeah and so they are the main person of the movie and so they find this place with the fountain of youth but obviously like we've already established the fountain youth doesn't do what they think that it does which is make them live forever and so and then there's that like personal discovery. There's a redemption arc that I love. Yeah. <laughs> I almost feel I like thought you were gonna say that the main guy like is like, I'm gonna open up a bottling plant in the bottle of youth and I'm gonna make a fortune. <laughs> that would be really good though. I feel like that, that would, would be also good, be good. Like they like maybe it's so maybe it's a business person who is so their stocks tanked something and uh-huh. their and their their current venture is not working. Mm-hmm. And so then they they catch wind of whatever this thing is, and everyone's yeah. like, "This is literally a fairy tale. What are you doing?" And they're uh-huh. like, "Every fairy tale has a seed of truth. I'm gonna find out what it is." Uh-huh. And they go on this, you know, journey to figure it out. Uh-huh. But what I'm thinking is, they they need a plucky sidekick character who's the scientist who can observe the fountain oh. of youth and do testing and and things that can then verify uh-huh. that this is not the this isn't gonna make you last forever. It's just yeah. really good water. Or whatever, right? Whatever. There, there's a little bit of tasting water. There's a little bit of magic in it, but I think the magic doesn't work if you're not greedy. pure of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, and and so, I feel like that's a that's the plot. I feel uh-huh. like that's it because there's the only thing would be at the end they would have to either decide to stay uh-huh. or go back to the business world and like tell their business partner that they mm-hmm. are done, that they're out. Make it right. Right. And and they're no longer a business person and they're mm-hmm. going to you know, just live their life, right? We yeah. don't have to explain what they're going to do after. Or they're going to be a good business person. Okay. You don't have to leave business to be a good person. I disagree. <laughs> hot take of the day. <laughs> Jessica's hot take. It's a good hot take. I like it. Steaming. Steaming hot. So, okay, Lachlan, I feel like you should help us develop this bad business person. Like, because the bad business, yeah. That's not true. <laughs> Sorry. We just have. I'm, I've, I've chimed in. Okay. But that's what I'm. But I feel like yeah. this is a character that, yeah, you would be able to help us develop truly. Yeah. Okay. What's their name? Oh, their name? Yes. Obviously, is uh, Chad Billingsworth. <laughs> yes that's fine that might be a real name that i feel like that came from my memory so if that's a real person's (laughs) name we have to change it immediately (laughs) there's what eight billion people in the world the likelihood that it is somebody's name is actually pretty high so like we can just put the disclaimer yeah all relation to people living or it goes at the end of every Every episode well it doesn't go at the end of this episode but it goes at the end of every movie yeah so i i goofed it I was thinking of a of a previous pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, <laughs> <laughs> Chad Billingsley. Oh, okay. Well, so it's it's different. It's different it's enough. It's close enough, yeah. Or different enough, I mean. Yeah, Chad Billingsworth. Okay. Um. Uh, obviously American, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't know something tycoon. Um, maybe he's just like a tycoon tycoon. Sure. He's he's always I don't know. He's he's just a he's a tycoon in general. He's out there. He's looking for the next best thing. Right. He's th- he's heard about this. He's got to see it for himself. 
got to have it for himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And obviously, since it's, well, I guess maybe it's not a, it, I don't, th- is this like necessarily a holiday Hallmark movie or is this one just a Hallmark movie? I, th- I think it's a holiday movie. I think that, oh, yeah, we- <laughs> I think that if we, if we add in that layer of Christmas, right? Uh-huh. Let's just say Christmas because I think that that makes the most sense for this. Yeah. Then you have the assistant who is complaining, like not complaining, but uh-huh. it's like, but it's Christmas and we're uh, flying out to this city in Montana. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. when we go to this town, it's quaint. It's decorated. Uh-huh. It's the festive cheer. But it's the f- got a year-round Christmas store. But that's <laughs> but it's that's the vibe of the town is uh-huh. not only is it like a festive town now. Uh-huh. But it has the magic of Christmas. Well, okay. I was thinking more along the lines of this town is just like this. They're festive. Uh-huh. They're warm. They're uh-huh. welcoming. Uh-huh. So Christmas has to be like this because uh-huh. they're already like this. Right. And what, we need to name this town. Uh-huh. I'm going to look up what the Latin version of youth is. Okay. And that is the easiest way to name the town is to use the word uh, that we're already using. Nope. That is not... <laughs> Adolescence. Well, Adolescence. <laughs> I mean, that's just a word. That's already a word. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this word. There's too many vowels at the beginning. <laughs> what if it's like super on the nose? It's just like rejuvenation springs or something Ooh, like that. That's kind. Of, I I was kind of training down that that thought, so I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. It doesn't have to be subtle. This is a Hallmark movie. Yes. Right. Exactly. And what I, mysteries are they supposed to have? I feel like there's something to be had of like hiding things in plain sight of like people are like, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like that's, it's too obvious. Like right. there's no way that it's there because they wouldn't just blast that out to <laughs> everybody to know, you know? Sure. I like it. I like it. Is there any romance in this movie or is it just about a man turning his life around i feel i feel like it's almost too subversive for hallmark to make a movie that doesn't have a romantic subplot there's a couple i feel like I feel are like, there yeah i feel like i guess maybe i'm not too inundated in that particular world mm. the thing about hallmark is they're definitely a lot of romance that's like yeah. the big one christmas romance uh-huh. you're very aware mm-hmm. of it but i think if you're doing i mean sometimes there's the additional layer because i'm thinking uh-huh. again i I've only like read synopsis of things, but uh-huh. if we're talking about the Christmas movie where there's the daughter of Santa Claus, like uh-huh. there's a love interest, but the story is about her reclaiming right. her family. So, subplot. Yeah. So is that the subplot? Um, so I love me a good romance movie. Yeah. Like I won't lie. Uh, but I also have this thing where like I'm very much pro like let's make something that doesn't sure. have romance in it because like that's not the only thing that exists and in I'd life I'm, I'm see, right there with you i hate to see a redemption arc that's dependent on a man falling in love with a woman yes you know like or even a man falling in love with a man but i the the, the idea that you can't better yourself without another Somebody person else helping you right yeah i feel like it's it just it cuts yeah a little bit of that redemption away yeah, yeah. Now, if we wanted a subplot of romance, the assistant, the scientist assistant, can have a love interest. Yep. And, (laughs) never mind, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) I don't know what you were thinking. You don't want to know. Okay. Um, Yeah. Oh, a horse. Where are the horses? (laughs) We're going to put a horse in this one. I mean, okay, we don't, to to be fair, Coltsmiths, 
is, you know, part of cult cult classics. So, like, horses are appreciated. But I won't say, like, every Coltsmith movie that we make is necessarily going to have a horse in it. Um, We, you know... Maybe there's just, like, a horse cameo. (laughs) Well, I was thinking along the lines of, if we're talking about this being a a mountain town with a spring (gasps) in it... And it's at Christmas. They probably have horse-drawn carriages. I was going to say they don't have cars. Oh, maybe they, they don't have cars. they ride horses everywhere. If it's a mountain, like a legitimate yeah. mountain town, yeah, yeah, for sure. But that, I mean, I think the car- the sleighs and carriages would fit in just yeah. fine with that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have, if you ride horses everywhere, you also have horse-drawn things. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to ride their horse everywhere. Which I think would be, how does this man get here? I, I know this is not relevant to the plot. Friendly Christmas cowboys. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, if this is a man who is used to luxury, who mm-hmm. is used to everything being done for him, mm-hmm. how does he end up in this horse-based like town? Well, I mean, if he's so obsessed with the idea of like obtaining this yeah. fountain of youth, like you could have a whole... like. Uh, like montage of him like climbing the mountain and you know hacking through brush or whatever because obviously if this place is like a mythical quote-unquote place that people are like that doesn't really exist because you know they don't people don't know that the fountain of youth really exists kind of like it's just this legend it's like there's not going to be tour guides that are going to be like, let me take you to up the mountain to Rejuvenation Springs. I mean, unless we want there to be mythical, magical tour guides that are like, let's take you there. I was going to say he flew on in his like private helicopter, Ooh. landed in the middle of town, makes a big splash. They're mm. like, who's this big business boy? What he's doing? What's he doing here? <laughs> helicopter can't take back off. Blizzard rolls in. He's stuck. Oh, I like that. And that's how that's how he like. He starts asking around town about the about the fountain of uh, not really youth, but kind of youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like super evasive about it, obviously outsider. Mm. But as he like talks to the townspeople, learns that maybe, huh, maybe I shouldn't be uh, being as bi- a big bad business boy as I have been. Maybe there's more to life. And they're like, you're finally ready. <laughs> and they introduce him to the, I don't know, something, yeah. something along those lines. I think you could do it a little faster. Or no, I like not. No, I like it. No, I think I think if you just pick up the pace with it, as like mm-hmm. he comes into town, mm-hmm. he tries to charm his way to understanding where the fountain of youth is, mm-hmm. and um, everybody knows that, like, t- because there's it's magical in some way. Everybody knows that when a newcomer comes in, they're looking for the fountain of youth, uh-huh. so they're like gonna be a little coy, uh-huh. um, and they end up putting him to work of like. Okay, I know you're asking questions. Can you please hang this sign for me? Can you please uh, fix this door for me? Yeah, you, like just like little mm, things yeah. to start to show him yeah. uh, like a caring hand. Uh-huh. Um and I think we're still we're going to reach a pinnacle where Uh-huh. the townspeople think he's changed. Uh-huh. But he hasn't changed. Uh-huh. Enough. Uh-huh. And so then they introduce him to the to whatever the spring is. Yeah. He he, he sneaks <laughs> he sneaks a little bit into his pocket, uh-huh. gives it to his scientist assistant, uh-huh. and says, "Okay, look at this. Yeah. Tell me what you say. Tell me what you think, and then we're going to start to bottle this and take it out." I'm, he's trying to get constantly trying to get signal, and he's very he's really close to getting a full phone call. Mm-hmm. And so that's the pinnacle, right? When the people of the town think that he's betrayed them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and then something changes, mm-hmm. right? Maybe the assistant stands up to him. Like, mm-hmm. after analyzing it, being like, there's nothing in this water. Right. You're going to destroy these people's livelihood uh-huh. for your own ideas of a brand. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like also, like, a big component to me anyways of like a redemption arc of somebody who is very selfish is that moment where they have spent enough time with somebody that they actually find that they do care about them and something is happening to them where they have to help them save them rescue them whatever exactly it is so i don't know if it's like a townsperson that he becomes friends with that he like has to save and realizes that like he does care about people and you know the the water is not all that important or maybe it's th- something happens to the assistant because he's already got a you know relationship with the assistant where they're you know buddies well maybe not buddies but yeah. like they've known each other for a while um maybe there's a there's a pinnacle towns person uh-huh that is like the wise old mayor <laughs> Well, I was going to talk about a storefront. <laughs> I get the mayor could also have a storefront. If it's a small town, uh, the mayor yeah. can have a couple jobs. Yeah. So the mayor, um, I think, should be a woman. Okay. I think she has the year-round Christmas shop that Lachlan was saying before. Oh, yeah. And then she also is the mayor. Uh-huh. But, you know, she works mm-hmm. there and there's some shop assistants and stuff. Uh-huh. And for some reason, Chad is like, she's the person to get the information from, uh-huh. right? And so we've developed this relationship. And then Mm -hmm. I think maybe the shop catches fire. The call goes out. The Christmas shop is on fire. Mm -hmm. And right at that moment, his phone dings. Uh He's got reception to be able to make the big call Uh to get the second helicopter in to take all the water away. Right. Does he take this call Uh or does he help save the shop? Right. I think that's the moment, right? Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. And then he takes the call, bankrupts the town, <laughs> and gets out of there with all the money he can shove in his pockets. We do that as a dream sequence. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the fire and he goes, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh my gosh, you totally Tosses could, the phone though. over his shoulder. Yeah. Into the fountain of youth. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> I think it depends, it. it depends on how long this movie is. If we need to pad it out, we can do a whole sequence where he like... We'll just add it in as one of the deleted scenes. <laughs> features on the dvd where he just there's there's like a lot of filler of the christmas cowboys teaching him how to ride (laughs) like he's he does a day at the year-round christmas tree farm (laughs) no that's the that's the real stuff we'll keep that in oh okay i think the alternate alternate ending of him deciding no but i don't know i think that might not be a bad idea i as a filmmaker so against it was all a dream oh yeah yeah. but (laughs) It's a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Lifetime movie. It's a Netflix movie. Well, I think we can get We're away getting with corny with it. Yeah, yeah, I think we can get away with it. And like, I've seen stuff. Now, to be fair, this is international media that I consume, not American. Um, but there's like a thing that it's like they're faced with a situation and the situation, you see it like play out a certain way. And then it does the, like, fade thing, and you're back to where you started. And so it was basically portraying them imagining the outcome of a certain trajectory that they would take, a certain choice that they would take. I feel like you could do that with this, where he's like, 
imagining like if I take this phone call, this is what happens. And it's yeah. like, oh, I don't want that end result. Yeah. Let me throw my phone over my shoulder into the fountain of youth. Yeah. I think it depends on how we structure it because I'm thinking of so when it premiered in theaters, I saw the Green Knight. Mm. And I don't want to spoil the Green Knight. There's a moment where he he gets to the point of his journey that he was taking the journey to. Mm-hmm. And then he runs away. Mm-hmm. And you see a continuation of the rest of his life from him running away. Right. And then there comes a, a moment at the end where it ends. Like uh-huh. his existence ends, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then we're back yeah. to that moment. Right. right? But it's... In that moment, it's not played out as it was a dream or it was, like, imagining. It's kind of played out as though um, the mythical being that he was communicating with gave him this vision, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but after that vision ends, then the movie ends. Okay. So there's not a secondary trajectory of this is the good ending. Oh, okay. It's like, these are the things that could be... Uh-huh. Because you've made the decision to not do that, now your options are limitless, uh-huh. essentially. Uh-huh. You can, you've, you've shown courage, right. essentially, is what the, again, it was, there's not a lot of plot. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to kind of parse what's happening. Yeah. Um, but that was what I took away from it. Uh-huh. So, there's two ways I think we could go about this mm-hmm. alternative ending where he scoops up all the water and, you know, <laughs> is a bad guy, is... Is this an imagining of, if I do this, uh-huh. I truly am a bad person, uh-huh. poof, back to the fire, I'll save the fire, mm-hmm. or is it like a, this is the worst thing that could happen, poof, back to the fire, I know I'm making the right decision, we put the fire out, and then like maybe one other scene is over. Because there's two different ways we could go. Yeah. Because we could do one little scene it's over, or we could do this whole like, he has a heart to heart with people, uh-huh. and the you know then we finish up the romantic subplot with the uh-huh. assistant. Uh-huh. Like there are some options there. I think that the second one, where after all that happens, he has like hearts to heart, a heart to heart with people, like makes more sense for a Hallmark movie. Mm. Yeah, at least in my at least in my uh, humble, very well informed opinion. <laughs> um, That's why we bring people on is for their vast Hallmark knowledge. <laughs> Does anybody in the network or anybody that's going to be a guest like actually watch Hallmark movies? Glenn. Yeah. I think. Yeah. She okay. was very excited about it last year. Yeah. I think that okay, there are, right on. I think there are some people. And here's the thing too. Our podcast is not typically about Hallmark movies. No. This so is a, true. this is a special event. So that is a okay. Okay, so let me let me sum up what we've what yeah. we've created. Chad mm-hmm. Billington. Billingsworth. Billingsworth. Billing Shun. It's all interchangeable. <laughs> Maybe that's He's a... got like six last names. <laughs> nobody fraud. nobody actually knows what his last name really is. I was just thinking, like, would it be a funny comedic device if no one could say his last name correctly? That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because he's that's, like that's the best. He's trying to be on his way to the top. He's uh-huh. not on he's not on the top. He's uh-huh. trying to be on his way, which is uh-huh. why he's pursuing the yeah. fountain of youth. Yeah. Somebody told him something mm-hmm. and he he decides to take a private helicopter with Mm -hmm. his assistant they land in Mm -hmm. montana in the mountains Mm -hmm. as soon as they land blizzard rolls in Mm -hmm. so so here's 
the assistant's romantic interest is the helicopter pilot. Oh. Because the helicopter pilot is also stuck unless one of them can drive this flying machine. That's fair. I think that could be fun. I forgot that that was a character <laughs> Hel- that existed. Helicopter. Well, I mean, they don't have to be. Uh-huh. Because you can have just like a, they show back up at the end, like, you ready to go? Let's go. <laughs> but I think it would be funny if we just pull them in as their uh-huh. only function is fly helicopter, uh-huh. be, be romance partner. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so then, okay, so we fly in, we're snowed in. Mm-hmm. Chad, charming little bit uh greasy mm-hmm. like in the charm is mm-hmm. like i'm going to get all the knowledge in this town mm-hmm. if i'm stuck here might as well find out uh-huh. where the fountain of youth is because because there are five fountains in the center of town oh and then there are several on the outsides ah. so you like even though you see a fountain uh-huh maybe not might not be the right one right and it's also snowing and so they're iced over yeah <laughs> so it's really pointless so Chad charms the people of this, of, uh, what's the name of the town again? Um, Rejuvenation. Rejuvenation Springs yeah. or yes. something like Rejuvenation that? Rejuvenation Springs. I almost said Radiator Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Radiator Springs. It ta- this, movie, all, this movie takes place in the Cars no! universe. No. Okay. No. Rejuvenation Springs oh, um, charms people, uh-huh. finds out that the mayor also owns the year-round Christmas shop, uh-huh. goes in. Starts pulling information from the mayor. Mm-hmm. Constantly throughout these scenes is trying to get reception, having a hard time. It's a blizzard there in the mountains. Uh-huh. Poor phone reception. Um, because he's going to call whoever the big boss is back in New York City. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we reach a... we Something happens where the mayor shows Chad the real fountain. He mm-hmm. sneaks a bit of the fountain in mm-hmm. a little vial he has in his pocket mm-hmm. brings it back to the assistant says analyze this mm-hmm. um and then we're gonna reach a moment the assistant is revealing what's in the fountain water mm-hmm. then clang 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 the mm-hmm. fire alarms go off mm-hmm. in the town the mm-hmm. fire bells to say hey bucket brigade fire bell. yeah everybody bucket yeah. brigade he goes out. As he goes out, his phone rings. Mm-hmm. The reception is back. Big Boss is calling. Mm-hmm. And so we have all three of these things happening. Do we have a realization from the townspeople that he is has betrayed them? I think... That he's slimy. Well, I think that's in this imagining that comes next. Okay. Because what comes next is the bad ending, quote-unquote, uh-huh. of he takes the phone call, uh-huh. he steals the water, uh-huh. the people are betrayed, he goes uh-huh. back to New York City, he's unfulfilled, uh-huh. and realizes he's a bad person. Right. Yeah. Back to the fire. Yeah. He makes the Star decision wipe. to be a good person. Yeah. Star wipe, for sure. Like a heart wipe. Oh, yeah. Uh, heart wipe, yeah. <laughs> that feels, phone. like, tonally appropriate. Right. And then throws the phone into the fountain. Uh-huh. Saves, helps save the store. Uh-huh. We have heart to hearts, uh-huh. and we wrap up the romantic tension between the helicopter pilot and the assistant. <laughs> is that maybe it's like that episode of Community where Abed is like constantly having an adventure in the background of the show, like in the movie, <laughs> yes. you can see them like talking in the background. There's no lines associated, but they are constantly falling in love in the background. Ah, I love it. Okay, I think that's good. Yeah, because it gives us it's space. A fun little Easter egg. Yeah, to not have to write the actual. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> um and then we've wrapped up the movie we yeah. also i forgot to mention that the town is it's festive it's christmas time yes 
Um, that's kind of the overall like setting mm-hmm. is at Christmas. Yep. Did I do it? Did I wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Bim's done it. I I had a thought that mm-hmm. is not like the most important thought. It's just a minor minor little it's all detail. Um, I was thinking, in the interest of just making it kind of clear that the romance is not between Chad and the mayor. Sure. Is that maybe, maybe in Chad's, like, trying to, you know, get information, he does try to, like, quote-unquote romance the mayor and finds out that the mayor is already married. Yeah. Happily married. Very happily married. To, I don't know who, but somebody else. Someone else. We'll figure it out later. I mean, maybe it's not even mentioned. Maybe it's just, like, a little little ring wave of, like, "Eh, sorry, bud. Not gonna work. (laughs) Sorry, bud. I like it. I like that a lot. Okay. We did run into one problem. What's that? We need to name the movie. Yes. We need because we mm-hmm. threw out youth as yeah. the as the as the name. Uh-huh. So with our Mad Libs, I feel like maybe in Rejuvenation Springs. Oh, I was gonna say in Montana. Or in Montana, either <laughs> one of those. I think location is the, in the crazies. There uh-huh. is the thing. The so. And it's Christmas. Christmas. I just think Christmas in Montana is too broad. Okay. I feel like it needs to be... Well, is there... Wasn't there a noun that goes with it, too? Yeah, we could do a noun for Christmas in uh-huh. Rejuvenation Springs. Okay. I just... I don't know. The thing about the way that title is structured, it makes uh-huh. it seem as though, like, the main character would be wanting something uh-huh. good. And I just think uh, a business <laughs> for Christmas <laughs> and Rejuvenation Springs is not it. Mm. What if we just cut out the 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 particle at the beginning? Sure. Just, it's something blank for Christmas in Ju- Rejuvenation Springs. So it's not just a singular thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be a concept. The, the, bus- the business boy of Christmas. <laughs> the business boy of Christmas. <laughs> okay, what if it is, instead of a blank for Christmas, what if it's a Christmas adventure in Rejuvenation Springs? Or a Christmas something... A Christmas... That's the best sounding title that I think we've come up with. Or just a, or it could be just a Christmas venture. Venture? Because that's business Venture is good. Yeah, venture is pretty businessy. A Christmas venture in, Reju- in Rejuvenation Springs. Is that is that it? Is that what we're doing? Do we like that? That feels good to me. I like the, wor- the use of the word venture. I do too. Okay. That's very smart. If we feel good about a Christmas venture mm-hmm. in Rejuvenation Springs... That would make this the first day of Coltsmas. Woo! Woo! We've done it. We got there. We got there eventually. So thanks for listening to this um, longer than normal episode. But I think that we've we've truly created a Uh Coltsmas, a classic, Uh a holiday movie. Uh Uh, Netflix, call us. I think we've got something for you. Cult Classics is part of Pocket Podcast Network, which Lachlan is also part of Pocket Podcast Network. Lachlan, would you like to talk about any shows or anything? Yeah, I have one show called The Ghoul Tank that is uh, seemingly perpetually in, in hiatus. There's plans, or not necessarily plans. There is want to bring it back. Uh, you can find it on all podcast platforms. I think the episodes that exist are pretty good, and there are, fingers crossed, it's coming back 
hopefully soon. We'll cross all our fingers and our toes. Yes, agree. All the fingers, all the toes. So you can find us, uh, Cult Classics, on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Uh, Lachlan, what's the Ghoul Tanks socials? Uh, at Ghoul underscore Tank on Twitter. Um, I think we have a Tumblr, but I think it's just ghoultank.tumblr.com. Uh, and those are kind of the only ones that ever have any activity on them. Listen, we can do Barn Special 2.0 where get us to a thousand new followers and get Ghoul Tank to 10 new followers on Twitter. <laughs> so it's not yeah. as ambitious. And then that way, maybe we'll add. So what if we add, what if we added 10 of their followers to our count? <laughs> so if, if, I like that. if Ghoul Tank gets 10 new followers, uh-huh. we can claim them as part of our thousand new followers. Okay. And that gets us closer to interviewing a horse in a barn. Yeah. We'll do oh, it yeah. at Halloween to make it Ghoul Tank. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we'd like to thank John S. Quinperta for our extra special holiday intro and outro music. And remember, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.